Welcome to the Thriving in Ministry podcast. This is the place to have authentic conversations with pastors and church leaders who want to create margin, avoid burnout, and lead effectively in ministry. The Thriving in Ministry podcast is brought to you by dailypastor.com and Talenton Church Services. So let's join the conversation with your co-hosts, Kyle Willis and Dace Clifton. I'm Kyle Willis, founder of Talenton Church Services, and as always, a pastor from Central Texas, Dr. Dace Clifton. Dace, welcome back. Wow, that's like the best intro you've ever given. I felt like either we have a high energy podcast or I'm about to step in the UFC ring, you know, right? You know, and there's 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 about to be something exciting happening. Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, I could do that. That would be really fun, Dace. No, it's been uh it's been a while since we've done this um, for for a yes. lot of reasons, but um, I, it has been a while since yep. we've talked and, and recorded, and so we're back in. We're we're back in the studio, baby, um, and we're just going to catch up. And yep. as some people have been asking. I don't know if you've gotten texts or phone calls, but man, we are just wildly popular. Everybody's been blowing up our phones, saying, "You know, did you stop the Thriving <laughs> in Ministry podcast? When's another episode going to come out? Yep. Today's the day." Today is the day. That's right. And, you know, we weren't arrested. I mean, there's there's definitely positive things that if, you know, we weren't arrested, we haven't been indicted uh-huh. in any criminal charges or even civil matters. So, nope. yeah, I mean, none of that's going on. So, yeah, we're doing great, man. There's nothing uh, nothing going on in our personal lives that's prevented us from, from necessarily recording uh, other yep. than just uh, a lack of margin, <laughs> which is iconic. <laughs> well, so, that's right. So we, we, we talk a lot about margin and and uh, margin is something that you've got to have. And mm-hmm. if you don't have enough margin, you have to take some things off of the plate. And so, yeah, we had to do a few pivots. I know your uh, business and serving the church. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that later. I know you've got some growth in that area. Yep. I, too, am working on some additional things that are going to serve and help the church. And so uh, excited to talk about that maybe a little bit at the end. But, yeah, good to get back together. Yeah, it is. And and even uh, Caleb Moore, which was the last podcast that we released, you know, he, he was talking about his podcast and he basically said, I do it when I want to do it. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. If it's not bringing me joy, I just don't do it that week. And I thought, yep. huh, you know, there is nothing keeping us uh, from from just pausing this and taking a few <laughs> weeks off and getting ready for summertime. So here we are. Yep, Exactly. Well, Kyle, you know, I typically have a random, unusual question. And now that we've done so many podcasts, I've, I've really reached the far mm-hmm. limits of all of the questions that I can think to ask you. But I will ask you this question. Well, um, I recently saw a really good movie, and I would be interested in you sharing what's the best movie that you've seen in the last, I'm going to make this hard, in the last 36 months. So it's not let best movie ever. We're talking three okay. years. So that, that gives you some bandwidth. So I'm going to pick the same movie that you're about to pick. Um, oh, you Top can't. Gun, do- right? <laughs> well, that was a softball question. Yeah, it is. I, I saw I, that. I stole it. Yeah, you did steal yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, so you did see it, correct? Yeah, we, we, we did talk. We, I was going to say, we did talk yesterday and you said you were going to see Top Gun. And so I correct. thought I would just take your answer uh, and beat you to it. Here, here's the reality, Dace, is I'm not a huge movie watcher. Boo. Part of it is because I fall asleep. Yep. Um, and not that I was like sheltered in the house for the last two and a half years because of COVID. Uh, but I did actually go see the first movie uh, that that I've seen at least in a theater in probably the last 
three years yeah. uh, last weekend over Memorial Day. And uh, it was a great time. I had not been in a theater in a long time. Uh, you know, we've had uh, two two boys uh, born over the last year and, or last two years. Yep. Two and a half years, whatever. Um, and, and so I haven't had a ton of time to, to go do that. Uh, but I will tell you, the theaters are nice nowadays. I mean, they had mm-hmm. recliners, heated seats. I mean, it was just a grand old time. Heated seats. Wow. I have, that is new for me. Do you have fancy theaters in, in uh, uh, your neck of the woods? Yeah, there's there's some that you know you can. There's the whole dinner theater thing. I don't know. There's these different places. Uh, I won't mention any names sp- specifically, but there's these um, places where you can go. You can watch the movie and yeah. you can eat a meal. I do not like that. I want to go in there and I want to get popcorn and a coke, Mm-mm. and 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 that's it. Maybe some Twizzlers. I do not want to. I've actually tried that before. I've done it at a time or two where you. It's Twizzlers. weird to me, man. Where you go in there and it's dark and you're eating a meal. It just seems odd. They they sure odd. You like you like Twizzlers? That is awful. What? There's like millions of people in America that like Twizzlers. Just that's one of the most popular candy franchises in the world. So, no. If if you this don't like Twizzlers, true. you're the issues with you. I'm just <laughs> so, so we can move to something that <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Actually, care about how? What did you think of Top Gun? Fifteen seconds. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, uh, surprisingly good. It 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 exceeded my expectations, and so I'll leave it at that. Sequels are typically not very good. Uh, this one was an exception to the rule. Yes, a lot of high powered stuff. And speaking of high powered days, this is a high powered podcast because it has been a minute. Uh, so mm. hey, we are welcoming back our listeners to the Thriving in Ministry podcast as we're getting ready for summer. You mentioned you've had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, what have you had going on? You, uh, you know, you, you've been a little MIA yep. and uh, every time I text you, it's because uh, a funeral. Yep. I mean, how many, how many funerals have you done in the last six weeks? <laughs> We shouldn't be laughing. I've done a lot. It's been unusually busy, but it's not just men funerals. Yeah, but no, I have been extremely busy. Uh, This time of year, uh, moving into the spring and and early summer is a super busy time in the life of our church. I'm not for sure why that is. There's just a lot of major things that are going on from, uh, you know, the usual types of things of vacation Bible school, several camps, uh, a mission trip. I'm about to, at the end of the month, I'll lead a mission trip from our church out of state. And so there's, that's, that's been busy. There's been several other things, uh, like funerals, but the other thing that's, you know, just, and this is, a you know, it's all positive, but, uh, my previous pastor, one of the things that he did was, and this was a large church of uh, attendance of about, I would say between, well, when I was there, 3000 and now 5,000, he would, uh, he had a, a systematic approach where he would, start new groups by leading them. And so he would, and he typically focused on those that were either just getting out of college and then young married and he would launch groups that way. And so he would start a group and he would lead it for maybe, hmm. uh, 12, 15 weeks and then establish that group and then move on. And so I have embraced a similar thing and I'm leading our, our young adult class and started that a few months ago. And man, it has been so much fun to do that. It also is kind of sobering because I realize I am no longer a young adult. No, like this no, is not. not my generation. And so I've, I've aged out, but man, it's so much fun. <laughs> it's fun to hang out with them. And so that's probably been one of the highlights that I've really enjoyed over the last three months of ministry is just uh, getting a chance to connect in a deeper way with young adults and 
you know, they like different movies. They like different things. They think they have just like a different history than older guys like yeah. you and me. Hey, uh, I'm not over that 40 threshold yet. So you can't say I'm an older guy <laughs> too soon. <laughs> You're knocking on the door, brother. Let me just, let me just say that you are, you are about to, let's just say you may not have crossed the threshold, but we we're, we're gladly going to welcome you in. And, and uh, so, yeah, it's been cool. It's been a lot of fun. And that kind of leads me to, you know, really, if there's any way to principalize you know, some wisdom here for our listening audience is, is don't get stuck in a rut, you know, change some things up. Uh, I hadn't led a, a community group in a, in a, in years, to be honest. And it's funny, community groups are really kind of what got me seriously considering and praying about, you know, entering full-time into ministry 15 years ago. And so to get back where I started, uh, just, it's been refreshing. It's been enjoyable and, uh, yeah. Cool. Well, Kyle, so you know what I've been up to. It's been a busy season. I know that you have had a busy season with uh, Talent on Church Services and then also ministering in your own church in some new roles. And so, man, tell me, what have you been doing the last few weeks? I, that's a good question, Dace. And we talk about creating margin and leading effectively. Um, you know, one thing that uh, I don't know is where the heck I'm going or what I'm doing. Um, and, and I'm being somewhat facetious when I say that, but all joking aside, there has been some uh, reset to sit here and say, okay, you know, we, we've, we've gotten it to this point, you know, really, how is that sustainable? How do we get it? How do we grow it? Right. How do we get it to where we want it to be over the next several yeah. years? And so, uh, you know, I've had some, some conversations with people that I trust and saying, Hey, you know, this is where we're at. What do, what do we need to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause you look at, and this is no different than, than the church world. And, and set aside the the spiritual and for a second, right? But there are things on your list, Dace, as a pastor, right? And let's say one day yeah. you end up at a new church. There's going to be stuff on your list, like a new website, yeah. like new initiatives and new ministries. And you sit back and you go, well, there's no way really that we can do 25 things over the next three weeks. So what are we actually going to do, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, and so Talenton's been at some of that too, is sitting here going, okay, what, what is it that we actually thrive in doing? And what are, you know, what are those things that we're, we're going to plug time, energy, you know, finances into? And so I, th- I think we got a good picture, but it has been, uh, has been quite busy and, and that's a good problem to have. Um, it's been great to meet new pastors, new churches. I'm excited. Uh, Days, as, as we were preparing for this, you know, we had uh, one of the questions we were talking about was, you know, what are trends maybe that we're seeing yep. in the church? And, and yep. this has not been a, what's the word? This has not been maybe like a, a super exciting time for uh, some pastors. If you're on Twitter, um, specifically, you know, you're a Southern Baptist pastor and, and yeah. we're going to do a whole episode after this on, on that. Um, yeah. you know, it has been kind of rough and, and I think, uh, that trend there, there's been a trend of distraction. Yeah. And, and so I, I kind of broke it down into a few, you know, so one is like, uh, I'm seeing a lot of maybe lack of confidence for, for, you know, may, maybe that could be described as something else, but I, I'm seeing a lack of confidence in some leaders uh, sitting here going, man, uh, what is the direction that we're going into? 
Yeah. What does the future hold? Yeah. And and what should I be pouring my time into? And, and very similar to the example that I, I gave with Talenton, I would say it's the same thing. Sometimes it's just a lack of confidence and, and a wondering or a curiosity. And so there's personal conversations saying, hey, should I you know, pastor saying, Hey, should I take this job or, or should we do this and and make these big decisions or should we just hold the status quo? So I think, um, that's been really interesting. One, one trend that I've seen that, uh, most people, uh, most leadership church leadership podcasts won't talk about. I've seen the financials. Um, you know, we're now recording this in June, uh, Q2, uh, for most churches. So April, May, June, uh, looks to be a lot softer mm. than Q1. Mm. Uh, and so I think um, for some reason, you know, historically, Easter has kind of been a time where you, you kind of get some headwinds and, and you go ahead. Uh, but I have seen um, in the churches that we work with, Q2 being much softer than Q1. Wow. Uh, and, and so Q1 was very strong in giving and, um, you know, moderate expenses. And it's been almost the inverse in uh, April and May. And so mm. if your church is not experiencing that, uh, be fortunate. But um, I'm going to blame it on inflation or uh, everything else that's happening in the world. Uh, there just seems to be a lot of uncertainty. And so that's yeah. kind of where uh, I'll, I'll leave the, the trend that I'm seeing in the church. But uh, it's actually in the world and it's just kind of bled over into the church. Yeah. I think I think there's fear out there, lack of confidence. Well, and I appreciate you sharing your perspective on the financial aspect of it, just because I know that you work with numerous ministries, various contexts and states and uh, of churches of all size. And so, and a good number of churches as well. So thank you for sharing that. And, and, you know, I, my perspective on it is so limited just because the only financials I look at is my own church. And so I don't know that I'm the best uh, measuring stick for what's going on nationally. But yeah, trends, I think you picked up on uh, some key things there. Um, I'll just hit a few. And I wanted keeping it positive and, and, and looking at these trends that may seem negative. Yeah. I want to say at the outset that each one of these negative type of things that we're seeing in our culture are opportunities for the church. So I'll say this, you know, you mentioned, I think you touched a little bit on discouragement or something related to that. And so for discouragement, I think, okay, it's an opportunity to offer encouragement. That's what the church needs to be doing. We need to be, you know, we need to be encouraging others, right? Because we do have the gospel. We, you know, the, the, the church message, what the church's purpose has never been more relevant. So in this culture of discouragement, we need to offer encouragement. And and maybe this is localized, but for a lot of my people that are that are so busy, there's fatigue. And so I think about rest. And so like the, the challenge is fatigue. So we need to offer rest. We need to we need to focus and and prioritize rest. And one of the ways that I do that in my own ministry, beginning with the summer, we've started a corporate prayer effort. And basically what that means is is like every week I have a card that uh, one of our men in our church, he stands up and before uh, my message is, is given, he'll talk about what we're going to be praying together corporately. And so we have seven things that we identify and that changes every week. And he shares those seven things. We provide everybody a card and then he prays corporately. And I practically, I take that card, I fold it up, put it in my pocket, carry it with me every day and pull it out a few times a day to pray over the things that everybody else in my church is praying. And so we're praying corporately together. Well, one of the very first things that we put on that prayer list was, you know, for for rest uh, and the right rhythms for this summer, because people are so tired and the only answer to fatigue is is rest. And so 
just a positive way to counter that. A few other things I would say is there's certainly safety concerns on a national level. And so that's a good time for churches to dial in and, and to think about, okay, what do I need to do in my own ministry to make sure that I'm on point? Uh, and then lastly, because there's so much going on, there's so much negative news, I think about people generally operating in a state of distraction. And so what they need or what we all need is focus. Yep. And so the issue is distraction. We need focus. The issue is safety. We need to make sure we're on point. The issue is discouragement. We need to offer encouragement. The issue is fatigue. We need to be rested. And so those are the things, those are the trends that I see, as well as hopefully just a, a start on the solutions to those things. Yeah, Jason. And so on that point, I mean, you use the word focus, um, and this will initially sound like a, a an opposite, but I actually think it's in the same vein. You know, I, I do think that there's a time for focus, but I also would say that uh, some pastors, church leaders just frankly need to quit caring. Uh, mm. there, there's been a lot of uh, opportunity to care and care about the wrong thing. Yes. Um, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be concerned. And I don't know what is in this bucket for you or for yeah. someone listening, but sure. uh, I was interested in Ukraine and I still want to pray for them. And I understand it's a, it's a rough situation, especially right. Even for fellow believers that are there. And I know there's going to be mission opportunities come out of this. But at some point, I kind of quit caring. Um, and that doesn't mean that, like, I, I don't grieve, I don't mourn, I don't lament. Yeah. But I'm not going to do anything um, about it. I'm, I'm not going to go over there. I'm not going to, you know, take up arms. And, and so for, for my standpoint, I'm just like, okay, I'll just, I'll just kind of sit back. Uh, and I think yeah. for so many over the last couple of years, so many people have just gotten attached to whatever it is, issues sure. inside the church, uh, issues in politics, issues in, uh, the, around their local community. And they just become this hyper fixated, this focus, right? Hey, we're really going to care about this. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm just kind of looking at it from the standpoint of saying, maybe I just need to hang out. Uh, maybe I just need yeah. to quit caring so much about everything. So let me add just a few clarifying things uh, on focus. When I think about focus, I'm thinking about focusing on what matters. And there's an old hymn that comes up when I think about this. In the light of his face, the things of the world grow strangely dim. Yeah. And so when I think about focus, I'm thinking about focusing on what matters, you know. And to your point, what can I focus on today that matters? How about the unconditional love of God? How about the way that I need to be loving and caring for those around me? How about the things that I need to be stewarding for kingdom impact, which of course is what you do every day. And so you're raising a very valid point that when we're talking about distraction, we begin to absorb kind of like sponges, the weight, the anxiety, and the uncertainty of things yeah. that are really completely beyond our control. Is that, is that where you're going? Yeah, it, it is. And, and so specifically we'll, we'll talk about, you know, an incident that happened here in Tulsa. I don't know. was that last week? Um, you know, after Uvalde where yeah. uh, a guy went into a, a hospital system around here, um, and, and killed some doctors yeah. and, and a patient and, and some other people. Right. Mm. But, it, but it was interesting because, 
because I, I really, you know, cared about it. And then yeah. uh, that, you know, next couple of days, I was like, that's awful. But I, I've got to focus on something else, right? I got to focus on my kids tonight. I've got to turn off the TV. Yeah. Uh, and then I find out that, you know, some people in our community group uh, were, were affected by it, that that they, they knew a couple of the doctors, you know, pretty, pretty closely. And so then I grieve with them yeah. because I, I feel that pain, but not necessarily because I, I am so tied up about that. So, so yeah, we're saying the same thing here. And, and I think it's just important that, um, we can take on so much burden pastor, church leader. The, one of the reasons you're in ministry is because you care for people. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, uh, realize not every opportunity, not every, uh, ministry or mission is your responsibility. Uh, I think can be good for some people headed into the summer. Yep. And so, Dace, uh, other than welcoming back the Thriving in Ministry podcast <laughs> listeners, uh, what yeah. is on the horizon for you? I mentioned one earlier, a few things that I'm doing differently in this season. I mentioned, uh, you know, we're, we're doing a corporate call to prayer initiative, which is just very simple, very practical, but it just continually on a week by week basis, it puts prayer concerns before people, uh, before people's eyes and gives them a, a very simple tool in order for us to pray in a unified way. Another thing I would say, I am a fan of, um, Henry Blackaby's work. It was a friend of your grandfather. Of course, I'm a fan of your grandfather's work, Master Life. That impacted my family specifically in a powerful way. And one of your grandfather's friends was Henry Blackaby, who wrote yeah. uh, Experiencing God. And it's funny, yeah. I think I shared I think I've shared this publicly on podcast. I've I've been through that material before. I went through it again about six months ago. Uh, it was phenomenal in the sense that it really God used that just to uh, to do some things, uh, some some deeper work in my life, and so they've actually re-released that material, updated it, and my church. We're going to be doing that in the fall, and I'm really excited about that because it was just so fruitful when we did it before about six or seven years ago. And so, you know, that's one of the things. Just wanting to focus as we should on just our own spiritual walk with Christ through prayer, through devotion. What can I do as a leader in my own life, and then for the life of my people? As far as other projects going on, you know, of course, we've got a, we've got a little, I've got a little break coming up in the month of July. We won't be totally off grid. We'll be making sure that we record and staying connected with our listening audience. But yeah, we're going to be doing some travel. I'll be doing some travel out of state for a mission trip. I'll be doing some travel personally in the camper with oh. the family for several weeks. And I'm super pumped about that. And then finally, the last little project I'm working on, I am working on on an additional project for churches that uh, focuses in uh, some specific areas of what I consider to be urgent need. And I don't want to tip the cards too much on that, but I'll, we'll talk about that in future episodes a little bit more. But uh, that's pretty much what's on my plate right now. I know you've been working on this top secret project, and <laughs> we, we're going to start calling this this project Maverick, um, you know, to, to bring this whole thing. Project Maverick. No one knows exactly what's about yep. to happen. We just know at the end, yep. you know, everything is going to be okay. So, Oh, it's good, man. Man. Hey, well, as always, we hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode of the Thriving in Ministry podcast. Pastors, church leaders, we're here to encourage you in your efforts to press on the ministry. And I hope that our time each and every week 
or you know once every six weeks we'll help you do that and be all that god has called you to be uh hey days i'm so excited hey if you guys got questions of somehow this is your first time finding us i'm not sure how but uh feel free to reach out to us at the daily pastor at gmail.com we need 2,000 more emails, uh, fan requests, begging to do this podcast. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Thriving in Ministry podcast. We want you to stay in the fight and thrive in ministry.